uh, with Grips Official. You know, wait, we've been waiting to make this happen for, for, for a while. We've been talking about it, so how, how are we both going? Uh, yeah, really good, thanks. Like you say, we've been looking forward to doing this podcast um, and, you know, just talking all things Grips. Um, yeah, looking forward to it. Yep, good as well, mate. Um, had a really busy morning, but yeah, like you said, we've been meaning to do this for a little while now, haven't we? Um, and keep bumping into each other at the basketball, so uh, glad we can make it happen. Yeah, so, so second to what you know, uh, <laughs> so, well, you know, icebreaker, so if you could have any, any superpower, on the first take, I really had to think about it, but um, I know what I said now. So my superpower would be immortality um, for obvious reasons. I think uh, it'd be a great superpower to have. And then I'll add on to that, I would give immortality to whoever I decided deserved it as well. I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, obviously, there'd be big repercussions with that. Obviously, there's too many people on the planet as it is. So uh, the planet might end up a little bit, might end up going to Mars with Elon Musk, who knows? But... Um, yeah, with with superpowers come big repercussions. I'm I'm well aware of that. I'm actually going to change mine from the first time around. <laughs> Reading the mind. <laughs> um, I'm going to copy yours a little bit, but yeah, mine would be to like to, to stop time. Um, just think back to some like some of the times when you've been traveling and stuff like that, and like you're having the best time of your life. I just love to just kind of like freeze that moment, and stay in that moment. It's only, it's only after that moment that you realise how good it was, yeah. isn't it? Every single time. It's like, uh, it's like I, I remember I went to V-Fest, uh, V-Festival, my first year. I think it was probably about your age. Um, and I went and like, it was like, oh, we're in this tent. I'm not used to this. And oh, hung over every morning. And then you leave and you're like, oh my God, that was the best week ever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> every time. Yeah, yeah. So, so the next one, if, if you could have a, I was lunch with anyone, who would it be, you know, dead, dead or alive, anyone? Yeah, mine would be my two grandfathers. Um, I sadly never got to meet any of them, uh, never had any grandfathers. And I see some of the relationships that good friends have with their grandparents. And, uh, you know, it really warms the cockles of my heart and also makes me somewhat envious. So um, I'd have dinner with my grandparents and see the man who raised my mum and the man who raised my dad. And that I feel like that would be pretty cool. Uh, mine's coming from... Uh different perspective it is uh definitely i'd love to go with two guy he was a blackburn center midfielder um uh, my, my granddad took me for years watching blackburn home and away and uh he was just an absolute hero he's number five that's my lucky number now all based on tugs um and yeah i'd love to just kind of go with him and just like learn from him how we play like, i love playing football myself and my granddad used to tell me like he used to say sit and just watch two guy don't watch anyone else on the field um so, yeah, but I play nowhere near like him, but I could try. It's got screamers, it couldn't Well, I can score screamers. See? See? So, so, with grips, you know, was it was it always, you know, the, the two of you kind of came together, but you know what, we want, we want to start a band, and then went from there, or was it one person's idea, and then the other joined? Yeah, so it's, it's really funny how it started, really. Obviously, I play rugby professionally, um, so I'd always had the idea, but never had the time to build a business because it takes a long time to kind of put the foundations in place. But um, lockdown hit, jobs were affected, sport was severely affected. And I start, you know, you start worrying. Um, and Jack's got his own construction business, uh, the Jalt Group. <laughs> Jack's got his own construction business, the Jalt Group. So Jack was kind of like the business mind. And uh, we were speaking and uh, one of one of our mentors now and uh, good friends, Rob Stewart, he was giving us some advice when we were coming to him with some ideas and um 
you know, we decided to launch it. Um, I think in lockdown, the first three days, I thought it was unreal, like lions watching Netflix all day. And then I started to feel disgusting. And um, after that, I was just like, no, I need to put my mind to something and focus on something. Um, and it's the best, best thing I've ever done. Um, so yeah, it all started from there. And then we, we had, we were doing to-do lists every day. We were emailing to-do lists to each other and, uh, it was all going on at the same time that I was having it, my first kid. So it was a crazy time, but it was, uh, you know, probably the, be- the best memories. Yeah, basically reiterate what Joel said. It was, uh, but for me, my construction sites all came to a halt. So we weren't, weren't allowed to step on, on site. And then even after that, it was kind of, they were trying to keep as, as little um, people on site as possible. So yeah, it was kept us busy, didn't it? It was good. Uh, like you say, I think if we didn't do that, it would have been very easy to just like lie in bed and just be a slob. But we had something to work to, and we both, both, uh, both worked hard, didn't we? We started journaling. We we were self development. Everything that mm. that them them few months were. They were, were uh, yeah, good, good. Yeah. So was it? I guess was it always going to be you know bricks? You know, was, was there any other ideas in, in place for the business? Um. Name wise, we we were just chucking names at each other. I'd love to think like I read the uh, the shoe dog story, the uh, about the owner of Nike, um, and they were telling you about all the. I think they used to be called the Blue Ribbon Shoe Company or something like that. Um, nah, nah, and but Nike was just like they were just like oh Nike, like just chucked it out there because he climbed a, ma- a mountain called the Temple of Nike, and I love stories like that. But I can't think what other things we were thinking of because we knew that our initial idea was the grips on the socks. So, yeah, yeah. and we checked all the trademarks of different companies, didn't we? And yeah, I, I just feel like it worked perfectly. And um, I'd, I'd love that. I'd love to know uh, what other names we're thinking of at the time. Well, I've actually got the, uh, I've actually got a folder on my uh, laptop, haven't I, called The Journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, one of our good friends, Ethan, he designed the logo. Um, yeah, so we got him involved. Um, but we found, I found, well, we both look at them, don't we, from time to time, we've got like, um, basically like all different designs and the ones before we went with this one, it's bad, isn't it? Um, but going back to like the, the product and why we chose it, like, obviously we knew Joe's in sport, isn't it? So we said like, what's it missing? Um, so he said like his grip socks, we won't mention any other brands or anything, but he said like, they're just not working for him. Some of them like the silicone peel off the bottom. Um, other ones you don't got the heel and stuff like that so if, if we thought we can take all the best bits from all of the grip socks plus adding our parks material which stops the odor and stuff like that um, we can make hopefully the perfect grip sock but we had good feedback so far and it was mad like learning the manufacturing process like going from people who've not, not really had too much to do with apparel um like you send off your idea and then it comes back and you see it and you're like oh my gosh like just a design is now, you know, actual material. And then we sent them back, wanted, wanted them changing, they sent them back, sent them back. Six times we went back and forth. It took us months to finally get a product because the one of the main things that we say is we, we want to put things, like we wouldn't want to put anything out that you wouldn't want to wear yourself because we've put our names to the brand, you know what I mean? So um, you don't want to put out items that you're not happy with. So um, it was, it's been a really, really intriguing uh, process and it's been rewarding. Well, I think in sport, it's all about all the 1% that 
things that you can improve, you know, your diet, your diet's not a 1%, it's a 10%, but like the little 1% edges that you can get on your opponent. And it's what I'd describe as an extra 1%. So it's your, your change of direction, keeping stable in your boot. Um, Cause football boots and trainers these days, they've all become so lightweight because the lighter, the lighter they are, the faster the athlete can move. But with them being that lightweight, people's feet, people's feet are moving around in the socks and in the shoes and you can roll your ankles and all sorts. So um, I, I see it as a real 1% performance benefit, but then that's how it started. But then we, I was wearing them in the gym for my deadlifts and noticed a big improvement there. And then just for lifestyle, people have been wearing them climbing mountains. And um, I really do feel like the, they can cater to, cater to many markets. Yeah, just touching on what Joel said, I never actually really used to wear grip socks too much. Well, I didn't uh, at all. Um, but now, like, if I ever forget them, I'm driving home before training or a football match because I, I literally can't play without them. Um, but yeah, you can you can just tell the difference. It's like once you wore them, you'll never go back. Um, and on top of that, I think we've built like a, a, a community at the minute. Like we've been like the Grips family calling the Grips gang. Um, where people like want to be in them and they want to show them off. Like they love tagging us in the stuff, which is mint. Um, so yeah, as well as the performance benefits of it, like people love uh, people love wearing them, don't they? Yeah. So, so, so you know, with the launch and lockdown, you know, there's a quiet time, and, and you mentioned you know, you know, people like like tagging, tagging you and things. Did you expect? Did you kind of anticipate the kind of reaction you got? Because it, it seemed like I know when I first saw it, it seemed like it was just all right, like you know, just gonna get um, I always knew we could tackle rugby. We could hit the rugby market. Um, but I, I never thought we'd it, it, the I, like people like Ollie Mers, where, like Ollie, we, obviously we've got a, a good friend Callum, haven't we? Who, um, who helped us out big time. Like we, we got into soccer aid pretty early on, um, so that was huge for us. People like Emil Heskey, uh, Ollie Mers, Danny Jones from McFly, they they all wore the brand, so that was huge. Um, Mark Wright, and then these sort of people like Mark Wright and Ollie Mers and stuff, they would take they were taking them home, washing them, and then rewearing them. So we were like. Yeah, and Tommy Mallet as well, yeah. So we're like, these have got millions of followers on Instagram. How do we get hold of these? So we, we tried messaging Ollie at first, didn't we? And like, got no reply. Um, it's the message request. Yeah, but then we seen that he carried on wearing them all the time. So we're like, we've got we've got to get hold of him. So we had to, we had to think outside the box. So I, I messaged his uh, personal trainer, didn't I, Danny? Yeah. Um, who owns a, like a celebrity gym in Essex. Um, and he was like, yeah, no problem. Send them down. Uh, I can hand them out to him. We've actually become really, really good mates with Diane now. We meet up with him loads and go for food and whatever. Um, we've got the charity match, but I'll let you touch on that in a minute. Um, but yeah, that's that's how we kind of got into it. And it's kind of spread from boxing to everywhere. Like we've been in world title fights, haven't we? Uh, Natasha Jonas against um, Marcus Morrison's, yeah. Um, so we've had cricket, we're pretty big. Basketball we're into now. So yeah, it's going well. Yeah, just trying to pe penetrate all markets. And I know you said it looks like it's going like that, which is, which is obviously a good thing, but um, you know, I'm going to give Jack a rap here is like things that people don't see is Jack is pesting, he's, he's pesting people 24 seven. He's not, you know, and that's, that's how as a band, as a brand you grow, you've got to do the best with what you've got. Um, and I think that's probably one of your strongest, strongest points. It's never take no for an answer. Do we? Yeah. If they don't see it, there's, there's got to be another way we can get into him from somewhere. Yeah. Well, a little story. Um, basically we was in soccer aid last year and, Puma sponsored Soccer Aid this year, so we, there was no way we could get into it because they wouldn't let any other sports brands in. 
Um, and Jack was like, oh, I want to make my own me. And I was like, okay, okay, yeah, you make your own. And Jack's been on, on the side. So I've, I've finished my rugby season. So I've, um, I went, I've gone and played for England. Uh, so I went away then. And then I went on my holidays with my family and my little lad. And in about three weeks, Jack has made a charity football match with uh, the owner of VIPHQ Essex, who he's just talked about there, Danny. Uh, create a charity football match. And you should see the stars that we've got playing in it. Um, it's all it's all over our Instagram. I don't want to miss anyone's names out, but uh, the person I'm most looking forward to is James English. I listen to his podcast all the time and uh, he's, he's uh, lacing the boots up for us. Um, and, you know, little, little things like that. Well, it's not little things. It's a big thing because a lot of people have, a lot of people thinking ahead, I want to do that. But then the biggest skill that you can have is taking action on that thought because a lot of people just think it and then that thought just dies away. Go and watch Netflix and, you know, that's it. Whereas I feel like, you know, Jack, your biggest asset is action taking, which, uh, you know, you look at every great business owner. We watch so many interviews, um, Lewis Morgan, Ben France, who created Gymshark. That's probably everyone's everyone's aspiration when they start up a business and you listen to what they say and it's very attainable if you have the mindset and the drive to do it and um, that I feel like that's a, a big thing I think it's like you say not taking no for an answer They're like Puma have not let us in soccer so right let's let's do our own soccer <laughs> and now we've actually got players from soccer aid Oli Mers um there's others that I can't announce yet because we're not announced them, but who played at Soccer Aid. I nearly slipped up there. <laughs> but a bit a big one that played at Soccer Aid. Uh, Harriet Pavlou, she's she's playing as well. Uh, great following, great footballer. Um, but yeah, it's like I say, you've just got to uh, take action. Another thing is like when you put it out to the universe, obviously I've said to Joe, I am going to do this. So if he's not back off his holiday and I've not sorted something, then I look like a bit of a, a, bit of a fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you'll see it on the gram you'll see it on the gram because um, <laughs> obvious all right that's all you get in um but i think as well like we we've got different strengths and and that the best part is the, you know they always say about the business partner you choose and um you know jack takes a lot of things off my plate that i'm not the best with i mean social media i am um, the the thing is for me right being being an athlete as well i really should be better on social media because I feel like I could get a lot out of my social media, but I just struggle to up like update it. And because there's a lot of things that I disagree with on social media that I feel like it's people's highlights real. And I like to keep it, keep it 100, keep it real. Um, whereas Jack, you're, you're really good. You're really good on the socials. Uh, and then I've took kind of like the email side. I've really been turned into an email nerd and I'm enjoying that. And, you know, we just, what, like work well together. Cause to yeah, Ying to the Yang, exactly. Yeah. yeah, definitely, definitely. So, you know, so we started off, uh, I guess, did we start off just with the socks, obviously? Yeah. So, a bit, now that obviously, you know, we've got the shirts and everything, is, is the aspiration is kind of to go into kind of an activewear brand in general, or, you know, kind of what's the goal for Grips? Yeah, so we uh, we started with the, with the Grip socks, obviously, the five colours. Um, I think it was the biggest, like, we, we hummed and hard, didn't we, so much, um, on whether to to expand into like a full active wear range or to stick with the socks. Um, obviously, last winter we brought out the Snoods net warmers. They did really well, didn't they? Yeah. Sold out in them. So I think we just gathered if we'd start bringing more more items to the website and stuff, like possibilities are endless again, aren't they? And 
just go from there. Keep keep bringing out new uh, new product lines. Yeah, but then at the same time, we were cautious that we don't want to turn into like a car boot sale who sell. We sell or oh, we're selling socks or we sell. Um, so we really, really, when Jack says we undernard, we were putting difficult questions to each other, like how does this fit the brand? And um, it was like grips, like every items, every item of clothing grips you in a certain way. And we again got so many samples of clothing that we were not happy with. And um, when we got the the debut, the debut tees, the debut quarter zips, the debut shorts, we said that grips you in the perfect way. It sounds cringy, sounds cringy, but we was like, no, that is on brand. And because we don't want to like, you know, people are saying, are you going to start doing caps? Are you going to start doing hats? Are you going to start doing slippers? And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't, that, that, that doesn't fit. Like we want to stay on brand sports accessories, uh, active wear, um, we feel like is very much on brand. So um, a few things that we want to tap into is the female active wear side of things as well. Uh, however, two males, uh, we've got a lot of female, we've got a lot of female friends and um, obviously I've got my girlfriend um, who, who we can, who we can tap into, but we've not, we've not quite delved into that yet. I feel like we want to kind of really smash what we're doing for now. And then, um, yeah. And then it's the snowball effect, isn't it? Once you grab gather momentum, you just keep going. Yeah, so like I just said then about, we're, so in our in our to-do list, we, we would send weekly to-do lists. And I think one of the things at the start that we had on it was to DM 10 people each per day. Am I right? Yep. DM 10 people each per day. Um, people who we deemed were like who would be worth sending free product to who we might get a shout out off and then we might get a few of their followers by our brand etc etc so um i think our first initial thing was like they have to be blue tick over 10k followers have good engagement and we just went from there and we we kind of were just sending products into some people get hopefully get a few sales sometimes sometimes they wouldn't even post and you know you're just like oh, set but you know that's just kind of owning the brand you 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 go through the peaks and the troughs but um that's that's how we how we began things yeah um but then now jack will tell you like now we get people message us like can i have some or sometimes they're like you got any discount codes but that you know that you know the code but you're like you know people who we see as a good fit for the brand we're always looking for new athletes to to uh to wear our garments because um you know people with big followings and um with loyal fan bases see, seeing them wear things obviously would, would go would go on to do it so it's just kind of uh, picking the right people for the brand yeah just to add to that as well we get quite a few uh, team orders now don't we from like we've had blackburn rovers ladies sunderland women sheffield women um the cricket team in wales welsh fire was it? welsh fire yeah. um so yeah we, like i said we've it started off kind of gifting to who we saw would yeah. be suitable and like their following would be suitable. Um, and now it's kind of, yeah, we have, we have 
yeah. some of them coming to us buying them now, which is which is great. Yeah, yeah. Well, we kind of, um, like I said, that to to get started up with a brand and to try, kind of get your name out there, that's what you you've got to do. And now we've probably got a lot stricter with who fits the who fits the cat category where where they where they get gifted. Yeah. There's more, but in terms of the yeah, pros, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, so so as a brand in general, you know, I guess you know, there's always this funny thing of it. It kind of never stops. How how hard did you have? You know, as a team, did you have to work you know, to kind of get the whole brand off the off the ground in, in that lockdown? Well, that was that was if starting the brand again. Like I couldn't start another brand now because I'm back into my commitments of rugby and because it was it was a good six months non-stop of long days when it grafting um deal with manufacturers you're up at the crack of dawn because your manufacturers up at different work times whatever um so it was a lot of hard work but now the foundations are in place and we can and we um, like you said it, but it, the brand never stops like you said you you are non-stop like I was on my holidays thinking like I'm on walks thinking my girlfriend's talking to me I'm, I'm miles away because I'm thinking of different things um like that's that is just what happens and people say it and you think nah that won't happen to me but you do you live it um but I, I kind of love it at the same time yeah it's just uh, to be fair like, like you said to start off it was it was like all go wasn't it like obviously we were talking to like five different um suppliers weren't we and getting samples from all of them so it was a lot of dealing and communication and stuff like that. Now, now like systems are in place, like we just re- press repeat orders yeah, and yeah. they're here and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the start was the start was long hours, wasn't it? It was like staying up to like three in the morning to to talk with suppliers and then I was back up at like half seven for work and for being on site and stuff like that. And um, but yeah, it's good. It's wouldn't change it though. Like like you say, it's, it doesn't feel like work, does it? I mean, me and you, we speak all day, every day. Like it's just like we're texting each other, but we're talking about work without knowing we're talking yeah, about work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of it's fun as well. Like, I guess I, I, thing if you enjoy it. You know? Yeah, like my construction. I mean, I can go to meetings and I'm like coming home with headaches, like and arguing over money and numbers and whatever else. And whereas here, it's like we're going doing a charity football match with a load of celebs yeah. and ex pros and like raising money for host for Saint Francis. Uh, yeah, twenty eighth of November. Um, it's going to be streamed on Twitch, or if you're local to Essex, I want to make the travel. Um, the tickets are they're in our link in our uh, bio, um, Eventbrite. Um, but yeah, should be a good day as well as all the celebs and uh, ex pros that are playing. There's going to be loads more celebs down. Uh, we've got entertainment on. Um, DJs are playing. There's face painting for the kids and penalty shootouts and all stuff like that. So it'll be a really really good day. Uh, there's an after party with with all the pros and subs and that as well, um, but yeah, just just love going. Love, we love meeting new people as well, don't we? Yeah. Like we we went to we went to Essex, didn't we, to go and see Danny, and we just messaged Wow Hydrate on the off chance, oh, yeah. um, just to kind of to pick the brains, really, wasn't it? Yeah. To um, to they, go and they've really penetrated the sports market, haven't they? Recently? Yeah, yeah. So they they've smashed it in terms of like having influencers on board and stuff like that. So we just wanted to have a little chat with them, really. Um, we were quite lucky that they replied, went into their office, the uh, kind enough to give us some drinks or anything, yeah. give us loads of info. And again, we've become really good mates with Jamie, Jamie Reed, who's uh, like head of sales there. Um, and yeah, they invited us to, to I went to their uh, pop-up shop in London the other week and played in a football tournament for them and then they're playing for Grips FC, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, also, I think the best thing, the best thing about the business, as like Jack said, the people, the people we've met um, is is one, and the skills that we've learned. Like we've we've learned so many skills. Like every day we're learning. Um, you know, and I feel like I feel like that's the best thing because I'm I'm a person, me, who when I'm when I learn something new, I feel like wow. Do you know what I mean? Like, like it, it really like lights up my brain, and um, I'm really, I'm really into that side of things. Um, and when we were first starting, who was it who recommended the six minute diary? Was it you? Yeah. Oh, was it you recommended, you recommended it? it to me. Um, yeah, someone recommended it to you. I can't remember. But like, so we like someone, so like one of the successful people who we met got us into journaling. So we started journaling, then we started then someone else who we've met was getting us into listening to business podcasts, got us into some good podcasts and you're learning more and you're learning more and you're just educating your mind to kind of the people who are weight levels above you, who you aspire to get to. And I feel like I was in, I was in that place, me where I'd finished training. And when I said like, Oh, you go and watch Netflix. That was just normal. Like I feel like oh, I'm doing, I'm playing rugby. I'm doing well for myself. Like that's, that's really good, but that doesn't last forever. Whereas now I feel like I've got my mind at a place where, um, you know, I've kind of, I've kind of set out my goals now for the next few years and, and it, it excites me because I've, I've really like turned on, turned on a fire inside my mind. And that's, that's been the best thing for me. Yeah. So, so moving on to kind of the question, well, one of them that's been sent in is for both of you, what, Who's been the most, I guess, famous person to, to wear them or, or like or your favourite, you know, person to this this one brand? Um for me, like over any famous person, I know this is diverting from the actual question, but from the any that beats seeing any famous person is like when I go to Six Side on a Monday night and some strangers got a money who spent their hard-earned money. That that's the best feeling ever for me. And seeing people in the gym in our apparel and stuff like that. Um, every single time I see someone, I get a little buzz like. But um, in terms of pros or famous people, I've been a Blackburn fan my whole life. Watched like since I come out of the womb, I was in a Blackburn kit. Um, and seeing the Blackburn lads in them just mint. Um, become become friends with John, who plays John Buckley, who plays with him now. Um, and he's been great. He's he's passed them out around Blackburn and Tyrese Dolan and Bradley Dax had him on on and yeah. yeah. Yeah, one, yeah, one of his TV show with uh, Olivia, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We were, I was watching um, on ITV too. I can't remember what the show was called. Was it? I can't remember. Yeah, uh, Brother Dak and Olivia's show, and he was he was going viewing well, a house. Olivia meets a match. Olivia meets a match yeah, and he was viewing a house, and I was like, what? yeah, his grips on. I was pausing it, sending it, Jack. Get on this. Get on this. Um, my favorite is a recent one we've got is um, Simi Cass from Liverpool. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, big Liverpool fan, and uh, to see to see him absolutely loving him is uh, is a good feeling. Uh, but you know we've had some some real good people like Jack said, Oli Mers, uh, Mars, well, and Andreas Pereira. Um, we've had quite a few big ones. Where okay, so is there anything in the pipeline or anything that's not been announced that you've got? We've got a few little things. So obviously, Black Friday is coming up, um, and then. We were hoping to throw a little surprise out after Black Friday. That would be ideal. Um, obviously, all depending on uh, timings and 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 supply issues and stuff. Um, but to be honest, it's just all about for us just organically keep growing, um, keep evolving um, to the different times. Um, 
something that is in the pipeline is we're going to start taking TikTok a lot more serious. We've uh, we've been slacking on we've been slacking on there, and that's where everyone's attention is at the minute. So um, maybe maybe get following us at Grips Official on TikTok, and you'll be able to see some sick snaps. <laughs> um, yeah, you've covered it all really. Uh, just another little thing that that we've got in the pipeline. Obviously, this charity match. Um, we've we've agreed to do a two legged match so the return fix would be back this way um around manchester area uh, first weekend of may so obviously we'll have some more uh, local stars from around here that couldn't make the trip this time and we'll choose a obviously this time we're doing it for saint francis hospice uh, in essex um which is a local charity down there which is close to danny's heart um so when it comes back this way we will choose a local charity to do it to and make a big day of it hopefully it's nice and sunny and uh, see some top celebs there So the next question is for sending the final question is, Joe, how did you manage, I guess, you know, well worth doing and doing the first one and then the same type of football and then 20 minutes? Yeah, so, sorry. Um, so, like I said, at the start, getting things started, I weren't in training. And then yeah. um, I'm an early riser, me, like really, really early riser. So say training, say I had to be in training for eight o'clock, I'm up at five o'clock. Um, and I used to just do, I, I used to do, like, I can do some deep work from, like, half five in the morning till about half seven. Like, I can do four hours work because that's just the time of the day where my mind is switched on. Uh, however, like I said, I've got a child now and he likes to wake up early as well. So it became different. So I was at first doing that and then when, when I get home from training, do bits more, but I get most of my work done in the morning, to be honest. But then when Bobby started waking up early and I, and I started slacking a bit because I couldn't like, you cannot do with a child in your house. You cannot do any work. I don't care what anyone says, unless I went and bought a bigger house that had an office in it, but uh, I'm not, I'm not ready to do that yet. Um, so then my routine back end of last season was I was up and then Starbucks opened at six. So I was at Starbucks around the corner from training, do work for about an hour and a half, two hours, go and train and then come home, rest a, rest a little bit and then I'll do a little bit more in the evening. So it kind of, because what I was very conscious of is um, rugby, rugby is everything to me. You know, I, I'm I'm an international rugby player and that's that's my number one. Um, it's my passion, it's my drive, it's everything. But then grips, I absolutely love that as well and that's my number one. So I feel like I'm just in such a fortunate position that I can balance the two and one's not getting in the way of the other and the other's not getting in the way of that so um i think just just managing your time effectively i mean some people you know say they started training at nine o'clock they'd just be like right get up at eight yeah. get to training last minute gets training last minute whereas you know i know that my goals are more important than an extra half an hour in bed so and i make sure i'm still getting me eight hours of sleep because i'm an athlete and i go to bed at nine o'clock at night so nine till five that's my sleeping sleeping times but just on top of that as well, um, pretty like we're, we're very relaxed. We like if, if Joe's dealing with if I'm on holiday or whatever, and Joe's dealing with whatever manufacturer or whatever, like we just we both trust each other to just press go and we'll go with it, don't we? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like if he's got a busy week with England, then I'll just take the workload, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. I like to run away on holiday on a day's notice. So <laughs> Joe, Joe then takes over. That, that's what I mean. Jack's like last few weeks, obviously, so my season's come to an end and it's very stressful. The rugby season got knocked out and we didn't want to get knocked out. My head was a bit everywhere. And then I went on to England camp and then I went on holiday with my missus. So Jack's had a, quite a lot over the last few weeks. Um, but I've come back with the, the fire burning again, haven't I? I'm texting him. I'm texting him. Oh, leave me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
I'm texting him at quarter to five and I'm leaving him like texts this big on WhatsApp. Got this idea, got this, got this, got this, got this. And Jack waits up and he's like, what are you going to At about 2 a.m. <laughs> We've got the clock covered between oh, yeah. us, haven't we? I, I stay up till about 2 a.m. and he's up at five. So, I mean, I'm up at seven or seven every morning, but he's, uh, like you say, I have... I have about a week's worth of work sent over to me by the time I wake up. Yeah, well, you know, it was, it was great talking, you know, great getting insight on how, how it all started and, and everything, you know, that's happening. And I guess everyone, you know, that's watching it, you know, look ahead for 28th of November. So yeah, 28th of November. And then, like I said, if it's a bit too far, that one, we've got the return one in the uh, first weekend of May. Right, Thanks for having us. Up the Giants. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs>